Hello, 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 bonjour. All right. You know, like, we all fantasize about what our kids are going to be as when they grow up. Yeah, why do we do that? I don't know, because it's like a weird projection of our own shit. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I know what Ted's going to be. What's he going to be? A costume designer. Oh, I love this for him. He's so into costumes. Please let this come to fruition. And it's not like he's three or four when it's like, superhero, superhero, I live in my Spider-Man costume. Mm. He's properly into costumes and making them. Yep. Every fucking morning. He's practically sewing at the coffee table. Bless him. And he's so into the Masked Singer. Okay. And it's just ended on Channel 10. I mean, so it's now great inspo. He's going back to like, now he's watching the American Masked Singer and then he's watching back like oh my seasons. God, he's deep diving like his Arnie Jim. He's so much like his fucking fairy this. godmother. I love this so much. You guys, it's like he's found his thing yeah. and then he's like, I have to explore every facet. Yep. Gets on YouTube, watches old yes, things. Yes, yeah. anyway, Ted. He's designing his own characters for if, if other people were on the Masked Singer. Oh, my God, like, I love this. this is a thing, right? It's so cute. So this morning he designed and, he, and he's like, hey, mom, 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 come out here. And he's like, welcome to the stage, ice. <laughs> and it was like he designed this mask, this paper mask, where he'd done like an ice cube that was melting. Oh, that's so cute. And then like put on all blue clothes, like a blue hoodie, and like came out like he was ice. An ice cube. Yeah. And he was like, if it, he had made it up. I love his imagination. I know. He's I my love kid. He is. He's creative to the max. I used to love making a costume, but I would more like make a costume of something that already existed. Mm. Like I had a Lex costume from Jurassic Park that I wore <laughs> around a lot. Again, so niche. So niche. Um, but he, he can, is like inventing yeah. shit. Anyway. I had a tarot reading a few months ago. Oh, wow. Okay. What a <laughs> Stay with turn. me. No, I had this tarot reading with this guy. Yeah. And like, look, of course he could have gone on my Instagram, whatever. I don't think so. I didn't book it through those channels. And he was like, hey, I'm getting a name. I don't normally get a full name, but who's Theo? And I was like, oh, that's my son. And he's like, oh, well, your guides are telling you that he is going to need encouragement because he's going to be spectacular, but he's going to need your encouragement in a very particular area to develop a skill because, and then if that is fostered, that he is going to be magnificent. And I was like, it's costume design. It's costume design. (laughs) Revs, this is going to fulfill your unfulfilled musical career. I know. It's amazing. Yes. Anyway, luckily I know a few costume designers. You sure do. So I can hook him up with work experience. And off he goes. It'd be funny. Like next Broadway, week, here he comes. Next week he'll be like into football or something. And I'll be like, oh, well, that didn't last. But anyway. <laughs> Is he still into the mammoth wine? Yep. Okay, good. All about it. Love it. Yep. Should we get into the app? Yeah, let's. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Revs. Hello. G'day, g'day. How goes they today? He goes great. Oh, good. <laughs> Pleased to hear it. Pleased to hear it. I'm going to start today's episode with a trend. Oh, we love a trend. Yeah, DLs are loving the trends. I can't wait to shut it down. Bring it forth. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to back you on the shutdown on this one because <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not into it. Oh, what is it? Have you heard of a wolf cut? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yep, I've heard of the wolf cut. DLs. A wolf cut 
It's on trend at the moment amongst Gen Z yep. and some of the younger millennials. It's a female mullet. It's not a female mullet. It is. Have you got a picture? I do. It's essentially a mullet, but Hang women on. that women have rebranded it wolf cut. Well, the wolf cut I'm thinking of is kind of like a take on Farrah Fawcett bangs. No. Revs. Okay, maybe I've got this wrong. No, let's 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 pull up some imagery. I heard my Zuma stepsister talking about the wolf cut a good six months ago. So we're clearly late to this one. Look, the one person who I think nails the wolf cut, but I think it's subtle, almost basically not a wolf cut, is Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah. But when you dig further into the imagery world. Show me Billie Eilish's um, wolf cut first. No, first I feel like I need to show you the generic wolf cut. All right. Tell me this isn't a mullet. Oh, it's mullet adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I've got the good hair for that. You would not. No, you would not. I don't have the face for it, but you, I've got the hair for it. You don't have the thickness for it. If no, that's a fine hairstyle. That girl has fine hair. Dude, this is Ashley Simpson in the 90s when she was rocking her emo stage. That's not actually Ashley. No, it's not. Oh, actually, right. No, <laughs> I was like, that's not Ashley Simpson mm, in the 90s. Synonym. synonym. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. It's, it is mullet adjacent. We'll put an image on Instagram, guys. So Look, we can, you've got a cross reference. Revs. I can't. Oh, yes. It's very bang heavy. It's bang heavy. So and imagine it's got like short a- bangs that then are kind of slowly cascading into long on the sides, but then you have really, really long sh- at short the back. layers. Short layers in the front and long the back. the back. No, short layers at the top of the back and then long at the underback. The <laughs> undercut bit is very – it's a it's fucking a real, mullet, Rebs. It's a real McEnroe 70s tennis vibe. Yes, yeah. it's a grown-out mullet. Oh, dear. Yeah, I'm not into it. Okay, show me Billie Eilish. Just... Yeah, she rocks it. It's annoying. That's That's layers. That's not a wolf cut. Okay, look. When That's I just go- like bangy and layery at the front. She just rocks it because she's Billy. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, look. Um, all power to you. Can't wait to see you rock your wolf cut. I, I just actually feel like I could do a version of it, but I'm just don't. I'm not cool enough. You're definitely not. You're gonna rock the wolf cut, Jimmy. Hundred P. I'm not. Like I would look like an anime character if I did a wolf you cut. You would. You look like Sailor Moon. I would. Oh, I can't do weird cute. haircuts. I don't know. It just doesn't work for my face. Do you know what I wish you would bring back? You did a. She's all that, Bob. I did one time. I did in year nine. In year nine, yep. and it was a moment. <sighs> I think you hooked up with a new. You hooked up with Ben Claire that I night. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> you hooked up with him that night, but and it was I made like it gem. spiky. It was like gel. spiky, it was like, like it was girl band vibes. Yes, it was girl band. Vibes. Yeah, it was Destiny's Child when there were four of them. All Saints. <laughs> all Saints. It's All Saints. I think you should do the Bob again. No. Why? Way too much effort and maintenance and work. Like you actually have to do your hair when it's short. That's Otherwise, true. it looks shit. Do you know what I'm looking into? Very seriously. What? Keratin. 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 You know what I'm looking at? Ketamine. Kerosene. <laughs> um, a keratin straightening? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not because Your I hair's do- pretty straight, babe. No, it is. But in summer, it's frizz town. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's not cute anymore. I've lost a lot of the thickness. Mm-hmm. My greys are coming through. The texture's changed. It's all full witchy now. Yeah, it's that wiry. <laughs> it's like it's just not cute. Yeah. And I was doing Pilates and a girlfriend of mine from school, who you also know, Nick Joe. Yep. She was like, oh, I get it all the time. I fucking love it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a thing. Mm. But DLs, hair salon DLs, professional hairstylist humans, 
Can you slide on in and tell me, like, is it bad for your hair? Well, my How mom damaging does it. Is- oh, shit. Yeah, she does it like quarterly, maybe twice a year. Just to tame it? Just to keep the frizz under control, yeah. Okay, because this is what I heard mm. is that if you get keratin done, this is my wet dream of convenience, is that you wash your hair. And it dries straight. And when you dry naturally, mm-hmm. it looks salon ready. I don't know, but salon ready feels a stretch. Okay, I took it too far. I don't think it's – it doesn't look like you've had a blowout. All right. But I think it's not it, – it's better. Yeah, it's less Hermione Granger and more – Cho at the Yule Ball niche reference. <laughs> Sorry, what niche? Oh, reference. oh, actually, you know what I'm I saying. I do know you with me. You with yes. me? Yes. Yeah. Oh Harry, Harry's girlfriend yes. in season four. I was about to say hundred piece. No, no, no. What's the fourth, fourth movie called? Or book? book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All, All right. right. Okay. okay. You know what? I don't have time for. What don't you have time for? I've got a phone addiction. No, you know what you have too much time for? Your phone addiction. I know. I've called you out on this before. But, okay, i got to state up front, I'm not looking to change it. <laughs> it's not a problem unless it's a problem. Oh, I'm not looking to detox or cut myself off because I think it's unrealistic. DLs, sorry, <laughs> bit of a segue but semi on track. This reminds me of when you had a session with your therapist and you <laughs> <laughs> God, this is classic revs. She ha- <laughs> I can't even get it out. <laughs> she had this session with her therapist and she comes out of the session. She calls me and she's like, look, my therapist says I need to do X, Y, and Z. And in my head, I'm like, thank God someone else is telling her because she couldn't hear it from me. She needs to hear it from her therapist who she pays. And revs <laughs> legit said, but I'm, I know that's not good for me. I know she's told me I need to do X, Y, and Z, but like, like I just can't. And I was like, okay, here we go. And here you are on the podcast outwardly declaring that you have a phone addiction, which I have seconded, not for myself, but for you, you hundred percent have a phone addiction, but then you're here to say, but I'm not, I'm not here to fix it. I don't want to fix it. I want to change anything. I love my phone. addiction. Okay. I'm just going to keep shaming you about it. Okay. That's fine. But I just want to walk you through it because I, I, I reckon some DLs would be like, Hashtag not hashtag. Not, <laughs> not hashtag me too. Me too. Hashtag. <laughs> Revs, no. Fuck. Hashtag hand raising emoji. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of our DLs will be like, yeah, preach, me too. I take my phone to the toilet. Do you do that? No. I take my phone in when I'm having a shower. What? I keep my watch on in the shower. Okay, I think your watch <laughs> enables you. Totally. It, it's a problem. Yeah. I think you need to nix the Apple Watch. Well, the watch was amazing when I worked on sets. Like when I worked in magazines, I was often on set and it was like, you can't just keep pulling your phone out, looking at your phone. It's like uncool and unkosher, really. You have to keep your eyes on the thing, and but you are always getting comms. Mm. And so I was kind of like, it was really, really good it's on like set. It's like a summary. So you could have a quick squiz. Yeah, and if and someone needed me yeah. or if I needed to like do something, but I was on set, it worked really well because it it's very, you're very mobile. Now I really don't need it. Like there's no, nothing I need to get nothing on my wrist. Nothing about your life <laughs> no. right now requires an no, Apple Watch. Absolutely nothing. So I probably should just get rid of the watch. 100 GP you should. But I love I, – I tell myself I'm connected to my Slack. I've got my emails. I'm like, I can parent and be at work. Oh, <laughs> I tell myself all these things, but how come I'm on Instagram? Constantly on Instagram. Constantly You're- on Instagram. I should look at my screen time. Summary. Oh, my God. What is it? Let's I'm have a look. scared I'm scared you. as well. Let's have a look. You have to be honest. I'll be honest. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, my daily average is seven hours and three minutes. Wow. Yeah. What's yours? I don't know. Seven hours feels tame. <laughs> you had a good week, babe. You were off the phone a bit more. 
Yeah, last Saturday was eight hours and 32 minutes. I believe it. It's crazy. Oh, Instagram. Oh, four hours a day. I believe it. Fuck. Imagine what I could do with those four hours. You could learn another language. I could have written a play by now. 100p you could have. (laughs) I've got 17 minutes on Uber a day. That feels a lot. That is a lot, but you choose not to have a car, so Mm. I get that. So let's talk about your addiction. Mm. Okay. So if you're not here to remedy it, what are you here for? Because um, I've got some tools, some oh. tips, but you're not going to take Were them. you ever addicted to your phone? Years ago, maybe. Yeah. But I've got really healthy boundaries with my phone. Now. Oh, you got really healthy boundaries. No, I do. <laughs> you know what? I'm proud of it and I'm going to own it. No, Revs, I have to say, like, I'm on the other end now mm. of this. I've, first of all, the only notifications I have turned on for my phone are my emails and my text messages. Okay. Nothing else. Yeah. Is that so, why you're always late to respond to the WhatsApp? Yep. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Dude, can we talk about WhatsApp groups? I'm in too many. Well, get out of some, but I, don't get out of the ones I'm in. <laughs> I'm not a contributor. Do you know what? There's two types of people. It's overwhelming. There's two types of people. I'm there's a one-on-one the lover, girl. There's the lover of the group chat and there's the lurker who just wants to be out of there. I'm a lurker. I'm a one-on-one chat gal. But the group chat's such a fun vibe. It's like a party. It's fun, but when you have 20 that are claiming to also be fun, <laughs> I, I get so overwhelmed. Like, this is where your introvert like comes out. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, Literally, there was one time where I turned the notifications on my WhatsApp because of the group chat that Rebs is mentioning, which is our school friends, and I miss whole invitations to things yeah. or conversations about a girls' weekend planned in November, and I'm like, sorry, what now? <laughs> no idea what's going on. So I turned them on for a minute. Bing, 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 bing. Like I was like, fucking tap Guys, me she's out of so this She's so popular. Shit. She's got so many friends. I'm so popular with my board game group chats. <laughs> I would have thought you'd want to be in on that. Look, I love that one. But even yesterday, I was like, oh, the board game group chat's going off and I've got nothing to contribute. (laughs) They're already talking about another meetup and what game we should play. And also, my board game group. Are we going into this? Yes, we are. We're here. Look, I love my board game group. Yeah, you're a nerd. I do. We nerd out. But every couple of weeks, we change up the game. So last weekend, I think it was last weekend, maybe. (laughs) Are you snoring? I'm offended. (laughs) You know what? Sorry, go back. Every week you change up the game. (laughs) And last week we played a game called Wingspan. Now, DL, if there's a DL out there, the one DL, he's like, love Wingspan. (laughs) I fucking see you, girl. I see you. And before we meet, usually it's a Friday night or a Saturday night, someone sends out the rules. A little pregame. To the game. Yes. Mm. And I'm always the person who's not prepped. Oh, I have no idea. I don't have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? My brother is in this board game group and he is the best explainer of board game rules in the history of ever. Okay. And I love him for it. Great. How did we get here? (laughs) (laughs) Group chats. Group chats. Phone addiction. Phone addiction. Yeah. Anyway, I love my board game group chat. Please don't at me, those who are in that group. But I'm I'm overwhelmed because there's the kindy group chat. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. The school ones can get in the bin. I mute those. Really? Yeah, I just pop in when I need to know some information. <laughs> but how do you know? Because sometimes they're posting reminders, like don't forget to put your plate orders in. Yeah, what? that was yeah. Oh, like, like where they print your kids' artwork on a plate, oh. and you can order one or oh, six. We all, we all need that in our lives, <laughs> dude. Sim, friend of the pod. Here I go throwing her under the bus again. 
She ordered like four of them. Good for her. (laughs) Skepticism in your voice. I can't see like kids' artwork plates gracing your tablescape anytime soon, Mrs. Driftwood. (laughs) I ordered one. Yeah, it's cute. You'll gift it. You'll gift it to your mother-in-law. Just watch. (laughs) Carrie, prepare for a plate. Incoming. (laughs) Yeah. Back to your addiction. Yeah. So could you not turn off your notifications? Or do you still think you'll have a compulsion to open Instagram anyway, with or without notifications? I don't have my Instagram notifications turned on. Wait, you don't? No. So you do listen to me. Yeah. I told you to turn that shit off ages and ago. And it drains your battery. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> Different I, reasons. I Two of my best, best girlfriends don't live anywhere near me. One mm. lives overseas and one lives on the Central Coast. We never have actual time together, but we have like daily check-ins. They're also single mums, also divorced, and we like a little support group. We're not actually in a group together. They're just my two support people, right? And I am constantly WhatsApping with them, calling them, all that kind of thing. Then I've got like, yeah, Instagram, mm-hmm. which is I'm thoroughly addicted to. It's yep. a portal that brings me much joy and connection. Then I've got Slack on my phone for when I'm working from home. I've got my emails. We've got the potty group chat and there's always shit that I've owed or late to do (laughs) or I'm supposed to have done. I've got to write the copy, you know, like I've got to keep tabs on that. There are genuine things I I can't let go. Fair enough. Yes, I agree. But I literally took my phone to the loo yesterday and like, you know, the loo is always fun anyway. I've had Teddy literally standing on my feet telling me about the Masked Singer as I was like doing a wee and I was still reaching for my phone. I'm like, why am I adding another thing into my already multi-dimensional cacophony of bullshit that I'm always doing two things at once anyway? Why am I adding a third thing? Can I mum you? Yeah. The overstimulation yes. that you're experiencing totally. now makes sense to me. Oh. Because you're manic. I'm manic. <laughs> no, you have been manic, Revs. And I think a big contributor is that you are literally in Times Square every day of yes. your life yes. with all the lights and the sounds. <laughs> like, it's just aggressive. Just real audio just going around yes. my Yes, <laughs> it's too much. How do I, do I just put it on the charger in my room and just forget about it? Yeah. You're an amazing mum. Thank you. get off your phone around them. And the problem is, is you don't have a partner who lives with you. (laughs) To school me. To school you on it. Because I school hubs on it constantly. I'm like off the phone when the kids are around. Yeah. And you don't, you you literally don't have another adult in your home to say, hey, off the phone, can we have a conversation? And I get it. Kids at the age they are, they talk at you Mm -hmm. and it doesn't stop and it's exhausting. (laughs) So you're literally blanking out Teddy. You're like, I'm just going to reach for my phone and just check in with my life. I know. Yeah. It's not a good habit. It's not good. And that's going to be their core memory of me is that Mm. I'm always like attached to a fucking screen. Yes. And (sighs) can I say something as a bestie? Mm. Like you're on your phone when we're at meals together. Sorry. I've pulled revs up on this a few times now. I know you're sorry, but it is a compulsion. (laughs) Like I'm literally having a lovely lunch with revs at a cafe and I never pick up my phone when I'm in the company of someone having lunch. And yeah, I'm going to get... I can see your halo, halo, halo. Yeah, I'm going to fucking be a martyr about this shit because I am. (gasps) And I pride myself on it. If you are... Hanging out with me. I don't care if our kids are having a fucking play day in the living room and you're having a cup of tea with me on the couch. I will not sit on my phone, reach for my yeah, phone, true. pick it up. Like on weekends, I've been known to be hard to get in contact with. Yeah. When we have lunch together and you sit there, and this is the thing, Rebs. 
so many times. I think I've opened a counter. I crane over and you're on fucking Instagram. I know. Fucking sending a stranger a DM. And I'm like, hello. Right here. I'm right here. Yeah, okay. Often I'm in the middle of telling a story. (laughs) Like I get it. We have the potty. Yeah. She certainly doesn't pick up the phone during potty sessions. But, like, our friendship can't change IRL. I know. Just because you get, we get a fix of each other I on the know. podcast. I don't know. No, I hear you. I hear you. I need to put it away when I'm at a table. Yes. Do you know what? I do put it away with the kids on the weekends that I have. I do. Okay. I do put it away. But I also have big chunks of it. Like, when they're on their screens, I'm on my screen. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I understand that. But I think you or should just say we're making a reel together. <laughs> Which they love. That's, that's an activity. Like, yeah, yeah, I kind yeah. of... I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. She's fine with it, guys. <laughs> no, it's like how I feel matters in this. <laughs> because it's borderline rudeness. No, it is rude. It's yes. rude. It's rude. You're right. Sorry. Thank you for checking me on the meal I'm time. checking. And can I have, while we're on this. Oh, here we go. Just one more thing. Yep. The phone addiction in terms of you reaching for the phone in the company of your friends has elevated further recently because of Americano. Stop it. No, it has. No, it hasn't. Oh, my. Oh, I'm bringing up bullshit. It's real. Literally this morning downstairs, we're sitting at the dining table and I can see him messaging you. Ping, 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 ping. And we're having a podcast meeting. Yeah. You're just jealous. <laughs> I'm not jealous. I'm like, fucking have boundaries. Shut it down. <laughs> we're in the middle of a meeting and you're sitting there with this dumb, cute grin on your face. Granted, it is very cute and yeah, I'm yeah. very happy that he brings butterflies and rainbows into your life at the moment. But I'm also like, fucking get off your phone. All right. Deal? Well, now I regret bringing this up because <laughs> now I've got to fucking follow through. I feel great. I feel like I've aired some shit I've been meaning to air and I was trying to find the moment and it happened to be the podcast. And I just served it to you on a silver platter. <laughs> you did. Oh, anything else while we're here? No, that's it. That's my only bugbear with you at the moment. Well, while we're here, let me tell you some things. <laughs> Go on, hit me with your bugbear. <laughs> I love how right. self-aware we are. Oh, all right. That means I've got to fucking parent myself in another way. I'm tired of it. Why does everything have to be an evolution? Because as you say, can we not can evolve? We not evolve? <gasps> all right, fine. Just don't evolve into someone I don't like, which is someone who sits on the phone at a meal. All right. I've kind of always done that. And you used to do it too. And no, I'm I so- didn't. You used to do it. No. Yes, you did. The when good we mum. Where's the good mum? Where is the good mum? She would vouch for me. Leave the good mum out of this. So no. I'm sick of you two ganging up on I'm me. I'm going two against one on this one. No, no. In our Annandale days, we would have stoop durries yeah. and you would be on your phone. We'd pop to Natty's and what? get an arraviata on and my a coffee no- and you were on your fucking phone. On my Nokia 5110. No. Okay, 8210. <laughs> when you first had your iPhone. Did I have one then? Yes. I don't think I did, babe. You're harking back to when we were 21 years old. 23. 21. 23. 22. (laughs) This has become an in-joke and we are excluding the DLs. We are. Let's get back on track. DLs, do you have a bestie that you um, (laughs) think needs to put their phone away or has a rude habit that you've been meaning to bring up? 
drop it on the fucking Facebook. <laughs> Make me feel less alone. I'm actually, I'm feeling a bit vulnerable now because I feel like I wasn't unaware that I was being rude. I thought I was just being tapped in, you know. I'm sorry. Tapped in? Tapped out? <laughs> I'm like, ding, ding, hello, is anyone home in there as you stare with glazed eyes at your screen? All right, moving on. <sighs> You know what I don't have time what? for? What don't you have time for? <laughs> <laughs> All right, rein it in, Red City Duda. What don't you have time for? Can I do a reframe? Yeah. This is another what I do have time for. Okay. She's just overflowing with gratitude lately. I really am. There's been a lot of change in our household. And do you know what I do have time for at the moment? What? My kids sharing a bedroom. Ah, mm. so cute. The transition was easier than I expected. Yep, told you. I do this fantastic thing in my brain where I trick myself that something's going to be doom and gloom mm-hmm. and a nightmare and hard. Mm-hmm. And then I surprise myself and I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Okay, talk us through it. So for context, big news deal. We have an au pair who has joined our family. It's hugely exciting. She is wonderful. Gemma's like a new person, guys. Well, I'm getting there. Yeah. We're in the transition teething phase. We're learning this new dynamic and it is a new dynamic because she's a live-in au pair. So she's literally part of our family day in, day out. Now, what a lot of people might not know is that in our house, we actually have a self-contained studio outside of our house. A granny flat. A granny flat. And ordinarily, we rent that out. And obviously, when we welcomed our au pair into our family, we want her to have her own space. And I'm very big on healthy boundaries. Yeah, it works for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. It, I think the thing that's always made me go, oh, I don't think I would want an au pair, is that the idea of having someone permanently in your space. I 100% balked at that yeah. as well. And we had to give our tenant, our wonderful, wonderful tenant, notice. So he has 30 days to vacate the premises. But our lovely au pair, I'm going to call her Jay. Yeah, great. call her Jay. I don't know if I can talk about her now. I don't know if she's going to listen to the podcast. I don't fucking know. But anyway, Jay, she's a fucking legend. She was ready to join our family immediately. And we were like, we are so ready for you to join us too. Like we are running. I've got space on my um, husband's side of the bed if you want to sleep with me. (laughs) I'll take it. Come along. This is the funny thing. Like Hubs and I are so desperate for support in our household. And Hubs just wants me to not feel like I'm drowning anymore. So he was like, let's get it a start now. Yeah. And I said, but the studio is not available. And then we both had a moment where we were like, well, should she have the spare room, which is his room, Hubs's room? <laughs> and then we were both like, nah, nah that's a terrible <laughs> idea. We, we love our separate bed situation. So we thought, hey, why don't we temporarily put Iggy into Rafa's room and then she can sleep in Iggy's room? So we moved out all of Iggy's stuff. I put a beautiful mattress in Iggy's room. I got her new On linen- a bed, right? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I mean, it sounds like you gave her a mattress on the floor. No, no, I was no, like, no. It Actu- sounds like real like kidnap vibes. <laughs> well, now I feel really exposed because she is currently on a mattress on the floor oh, right. because we haven't yet bought her a bed. This okay. is all fresh and new. Sorry, okay. Sorry. And do you know what? She, what a legend. I, I honestly was like, I'm so sorry. Like, obviously, we're going to get you a bed. Yep. But like when the studio's yep. ready, we'll deck it out beautifully for you. But I did go to town on the linen. I even got like decorative cushions for her bed. Lovely. I wanted to make it really nice. I yep. wanted her to feel really welcome. Anyway, so before she joined our family, we wanted to do a few nights of Iggy sharing a room with Rafa because... I didn't want to deal with the situation of like a brand new person living in our yeah. house. And guess what, kids? You're also sharing a room. It's yeah, a lot of change at dumpster once. Dumpster fire. Yeah. So we did it. And they loved it. Yeah. 
they feel more secure. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing a room. It's lovely. Look, the put down is tricky. Yeah. We have to stagger it. So oh. we need to get Iggy down first because okay. otherwise they just keep each other up. Yeah. Like the first that night. That won't last forever. No. We've now reached the point oh. where it's fine. Yeah, great. So the first night, Rafa came downstairs and was like, Iggy won't stop talking to me. Mm. And then next minute, I sort of sneak upstairs and it's Rafa talking at Iggy and him being like, shh, shh, Rafa, sleep time. You know? Oh, cute. But we've worked through that stage. Okay, so talk to us about the first night because that's everyone's biggest fear, right? Yeah, look. It was a shit show. Okay. They were wired, excited, joyous, and that was cute. Yeah. Until it was like 8.30. Yeah, yeah, like, come on, guys. Yeah, my kids go to bed at 7, so 8.30 is exceptionally late for them. But they were just giddy at the idea. Like, Raffle was like, mommy, Icky's in my room. (laughs) I promise I'll tell him to go to sleep. I promise I I won't wake him in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know. But we got through it. Look, the night was rough. Yeah. Night one. I'm not going to lie. Were they up? Yeah, they were both – and they woke each other up because, uh, unfortunately, Iggy has night terrors. He's going through this phase. Two and a half, it's like bang on time for night terrors. But his cries are like – I call them scream cries. <laughs> he's not the kind of baby that's like uh, – you know how some kids are asleep but they mm-hmm. sort of groan and moan? Mm-hmm. Iggy's is like a – and it's very <laughs> aggressive. And, look, no one's sleeping through that shit. No. And I don't blame Rafa for waking up to yeah. that noise. Would she normally be working by him doing that in the room next to her? Well, their rooms are adjacent, mm-hmm. but they have wardrobes oh, across that wall. So okay. it almost serves as a sound device, a sound, sound barrier, a sound buffer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I didn't appreciate that <sighs> until we put them in the same okay. room, but that's okay. And also on night one, just to add to the joys, Rafa wet the bed. Oh, excellent. You know, a lot so, of excitement going something on. Something she hasn't household. done in a while, but yep. she thought 4 a.m. Yeah. I'm just gonna go wet the bed and and it was one of those bedwetting nights. You know that you know there's two types of bedwetting mm-hmm. nights. There's nights where they just get the sheet, mm-hmm. little patch, yep. strip it off. And then there's nights where she literally somehow weed on her pillow, on her bunny, on her pink blanket, on the sheet, and on Through her duna, mattress. Just literally I don't know what she did. It was like she had a penis and just went, <laughs> she doesn't, somehow managed it. Oh, there you go. There you go. So were you waking, did you wake up and be like, I regret my decision? No. Okay. Because I spoke to friends, yep. such as you, mm-hmm. such as Sim, mm-hmm. whose kids share rooms, and you guys prepped me well. Yeah. You said the novelty wears off. Really quickly. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and it did. After a few days, it really did. How many days? The DLs would be like, how many? How many nights? I'd say give it a week. Okay. And this is why I think when people go on holiday and their mm. kids have to share a room, they go, this is a nightmare. Yeah. This isn't working. But it's because you, you're not It's in, only a week. It's yeah. one week. I yeah. think you need longer than that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. So that's positive. Very positive. So they're in the same room. Mm-hmm. And will you keep them there when the au pair moves to the granny flat? I don't know, Revs. I'm actually, I'm not sure what to do. Okay. Oh, how fun. It's like a dream. You've got a spare room that you're like, what do I do with this room? Well, I was kind of thinking. Potty? Potty studio? Fuck yes. Look, I don't want to make any promises. It's done. It's done. You've promised. (laughs) It's on the potty. It's etched in stone. Oh, DLs. Guys, big announcement. We're getting a potty studio. (laughs) Stop. Stop. Hold the phone. Yes. 
Oh my DLs, God. I don't know if you know this, you probably do, but Rebs and I record in my bedroom. Yeah. We're literally sitting on kids' chairs. Yep. The microphones are resting on children's books. We're straddling the corner of her bed, like on the doona. Yeah. It's not a great setup. It's not ideal. We've been in this gig now. Too long. Coming up to two years Too long to be doing this ramshackle setup. So Rebs wants a potty studio. So there is potential. Rebs wants a potty studio. (laughs) And what Rebsy wants, Rebsy gets. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, we need a proper life update on Jay. Like, tell us about the au pair life. How's it going? What does it mean for you? Like, we were so invested in your proper breakdown we'd like to be part of the glow up and you know what i am over my own shit and yep. insecurities that i'm happy to share openly. yes please do it's been wonderful i will say on day one i was riddled with anxiety mm-hmm. anticipation i was like there is literally a stranger yeah you know call it what it is yes i interviewed her but that was an hour you yeah. know what I mean yeah she now uh, lives with you yeah, yeah coming into our house and not only that as I mentioned we don't have the studio set up so she's in our house sleeping in Iggy's bedroom which means shared bathroom shared kitchen space shared everything yeah she's been a dream because she's done this before mm. I almost feel guided by her right because I'm a new what's called a host family mm-hmm. this is my first time being a host family so I I'm sort of the awkward one, like, oh, I'm overcompensating. I'm being overly polite. Like, I just, I really want her to feel welcomed yeah. and comfortable. Yeah. I've slipped into natural host mode. Yeah. You know, I haven't been dismissive, like, yeah, figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I give a damn. Of course you do. And also, I want her experience to be wonderful. And have the kids taken to her? So Iggy took to her immediately. Brilliant. Bright-eyed two-year-old, ran straight to her. She, like, tickled him once and... He's all in. Yeah. He's like, I'm yours. <laughs> Down for it. Rafa being four and a half, you know, she was like, who dis? Mm. Bit got some questions. Bit wary. Curious. Yeah. And she's just learnt about stranger danger at oh, kindy. Okay. So she was like, Are you a stranger? Uh-huh. You know, those kinds of things. But Jay handled it really well. She's been really cool with understanding Rafa. And Rafa's a little bit more of a complicated being. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to explain to someone that Ordinarily, I wouldn't be down with my kids jumping up and down on the couch, on the coffee table, on the kitchen island. Mm-hmm. But it's rough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did that overcompensating thing again where I'm like, oh, like, yeah, she's different, you know, because I feel like I've got some mum friends where it's like not okay for their kids to jump on the couch. Yeah. Like, of, like they're like, get off the couch. We don't yeah. do that. And I'm like, fuck, like. Our whole house is a playground because yeah. with, with Rafa, if anything is scalable. Yeah, she'll scale it. She'll scale it. And I've just leaned into it yeah. because I literally don't want to spend every hour of every day Fighting being her. like, yeah. get off the table, yeah. get off the island, get off the cabinetry on top of the Teddy's fridge. Teddy's a scaler too. He scales yeah. everything. He's constantly walking along the back of the couch, gets up on the kitchen bench, gets up on top of like the oven to get on top of the fridge to get shit. It's like, yeah. That's absolutely Rafa as well. I don't really care. I don't care. <laughs> and as we always say, Revs, it's only a problem if it's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. And for me, that's not a problem. Yeah. And to be honest, if I'm going to get smug about it, I'm like, she's the dexterity and the agility yeah. in her bones, in her feet. Like yeah. I, like she's literally making calculations on her balance. Yeah. And I think that's really cool and good for her. She's not clumsy. Teddy's not clumsy either. If, there were, if we had clumsy kids, we might be more like, no, 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 no. 
Don't want to go to the hospital tonight. Yeah. And do you yeah. know what? Iggy is a clumsy as fuck kid. Yeah, yeah. Like he's two and a half and still needs to hold as my hand. As we know, he's only erudite on water. <laughs> <laughs> but on land, baby boy struggles. Yeah. But because he's clumsy. Yeah. He's a bit of a cautious Clive and yeah. therefore he doesn't scale shit. You know? Clive is the perfect yeah. name to put with cautious. Yeah. He's cautious Clive. Cautious Clive. Yeah. So Rafa's warming up. She is okay. beautifully. Okay. And again, we're all being led by Jay. Yeah. And can I just say the biggest value add for her, and it was unexpected, is she's an amazing cook. <gasps> yes. Yeah. It was not a prerequisite okay. with the job. I didn't advertise, like, must be sensational, world-class chef. <laughs> must have three Michelin stars. <laughs> and that's what I got. Oh, my God. I kid you not. My kids eat a lot of frozen meals, okay? Yeah. I'm putting it out there. A lot slash all. <laughs> There's no shame. They do get their corn and their peas and their broccoli, but they also eat nuggets, yep. fish fingers yep. most nights, Yeah. okay? So if you're one of those mums... I see you. Yeah. I don't judge you. Own it. I'm fine with it. It's all good. I've made my peace. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my kids have had the biggest glow up. Oh, my God. The biggest glow up. So night one, Jay makes homemade spaghetti bolognese, but she slow cooks the meat for six hours in Amazing. the day. Amazing. Iggy had an Oliver Twist moment, literally up to his third full bowl of pasta and he's like more please more please just kept the kid couldn't stop oh amazing this is so great for him it's so great for me as well yeah no more annabelle carmel meals hey no shade on annabelle carmel i I live on that but but imagine they're quite i don't know if they're quite flavorful and now he's getting proper home cooking yeah it's amazing yeah and he's so happy and she her spirits were buoyed because he was smashing her food. Is that normal for an au pair to cook? I don't know. Okay. I like honestly, like I'm I'm flying blind. Like I'm learning. DLs if you've worked with an au pair before, like, is that the norm? Yeah. Because as I said, it wasn't a prerequisite. For so the she job. cooks for the kids? Yeah. So in uh I guess agreement, it's meal prep for the kids. But when I say meal prep, I was like you know, heat up the fish fingers and pop on some peas and corn. Like that was what I thought. But she's like, no, 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 I'm going to make wow. everything. And do you get to eat it too? Well, also not part of the agreement. Okay. I literally said to her, we have absolutely no expectations for you to cook for us or do anything to do with us. Your f- sole focus is the children. Mm-hmm. So she does their laundry, she tidies up their playroom, she preps Rafa's lunchbox, all oh, that kind of stuff. Wow. It's truly amazing. But when she cooks, she's like, but I'm going to eat what the kids eat. So I've made extra and I've got extra for you. Oh, my God. Incredible. So is her fee that she lives here free? Yeah. And and she gets a weekly wage. Oh, and she gets paid as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't know why. I always thought that au pair was just like their f- payment is that they get free board. But then how do they and live? food. You need money to live. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. No, no, no. She gets a weekly wage. Okay. I will say it's much more affordable than a nanny. Yeah. The hourly rate because because living expenses are covered. Because you include so like we cover She doesn't pay any bills. She's not paying no rent bills and no food. And no groceries. Yeah. So okay. we cover all of her groceries okay. as well. So it's working out really well so far, I guess is all I'm trying oh to my say. Oh gosh, this is so great. Yeah. I love it so much. 
What was the process like finding her? Like, where do you start if you want an au pair? Oh, this is a great question. Let's be a a helpful podcast. Seriously, when Jem was telling me about Jay, I was like, could I put an au pair in my cupboard? It's quite a big cupboard. (laughs) Could I fit a mattress in there? (laughs) Like, it sounds amazing. Yeah, it it really has been amazing. So where Um, do you start? There's two places that I went to. First of all, you can go through the agency route. Okay. And I definitely considered this. But the agency fees are significant. Like like thousands? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And look, I get why they deserve and they earn that money is because they do the whole vetting process. Mm-hmm. So I will say I've gone the probably the less in inverted com- commas safe route okay. because I had to do the vetting. Mm-hmm. But essentially there was two options that were recommended to me by my girlfriend, Nikki, who's very well-versed and experienced in the world of au pairs. She's worked with an au pair over many years. And she suggested aupairworld.com where you create a profile. Okay. And, and they then come you, to you. Well, no, like dating apps goes both ways. Oh, swipe yeah. right. Yeah. and But what you can do is you can tick boxes and they've ticked boxes of what they want and then it matches you. Oh, cute. And you can be as detailed as looking for someone who is happy to work with kids with disabilities. Then you'll only get matched with au pairs who have also ticked yeah, cool. happy to work with children who have disabilities, Great. for example. That's yeah. how specific it gets. Cool. So for me, I ticked the box looking for someone who's happy to do some housework as well. Yeah, and cool. When I say housework, I don't mean cleaning, I mean... Laundry for the kids. Yeah. We all know that that's my biggest gripe. She in hates life. the laundry, guys. I hate it. I hate it more than anything. Now, Au Pair World is not where we found Jay, okay. actually, after all of this, but it is a good place to start. We went on a terrific Facebook group. Terrific. Terrific. It's called Sydney Nannies, Au Pairs, Babysitters, and Mother's Helpers. Okay. And I'm sure there'll be a Melbourne nannies, au pairs, babysitters and mothers helpers. But if you're in Sydney, it's an amazing resource. There's 68,000 people in this group. And essentially you just post an ad. So for us, we said searching for a live-in au pair in the Northern Beaches. This is what we can offer you. Mm -hmm. This is what we need help and support with. And then people just comment and say, I've messaged you in your DMs. I'm in your DMs, slid into your DMs. Oh my God, And then you go to your DMs and then you start the conversation off the public space. Yeah, basically. Great. But then also in the reverse, there's heaps of au pairs and nannies and babysitters who advertise themselves. So they'll be like, hi, my name's Sarah. I'm 26 years old. I, here's all my experience. Yeah. These are the days I'm available. Yeah. Looking for some additional nanny hours. Amazing. Hours. Yeah. And we did you, was it your ad that Jay came to or did you go to her? No, she saw my ad. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And she slid into my DMs and I just got warmth. Yeah, yeah, cool. From her. That was yeah. the biggest thing. I just, I felt like. I felt like how she described herself was like she received my letter, like in Mary Poppins. Oh. You know how they the kids write a letter? Must be sweet, must be kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hurry, nanny. <laughs> so good. Exactly. Oh, I'm just so bloody stoked for you. Thanks, Revs. It's, it's just you really fucking need it. So what happens on the weekends? Oh, the, her day's off. Yeah, right. So she's just out living her life. Yep. And she gets Tuesdays off as well. Cool. So she only works four days, but not all day. Yeah. Just specific hours. Cool. I've drawn up a really concise schedule yep. for her because 
I did that call out on Instagram asking about how people create a harmonious living environment with their au pair. And I have to say the best thing about that call out was the amount of people who slid into my DMs who are au pairs. So I got it from their perspective, which was actually more helpful to me than like host families telling me what works for them. So does she have a start time, finish time? Yeah. So she starts at 7 a.m., gets the kids dressed, does breakfast, Lunch boxes. Lunch boxes. Amazing. And then takes them to school. But yep. to be honest, I'm there. I'm helping. It's like having a wife. Yeah. That's <gasps> what it is. Like oh my God. I haven't I want a wife. I have not checked out from those morning duties. I'm still there right alongside yeah, with yeah. her. But you've got a second pair of hands. But I've got a second pair of hands. Oh my God. Yeah. So she does the morning and then once we've dropped the kids off at daycare, she's done. Cool. Then she's got her time in the day to do whatever the hell she wants. The only thing that she needs to complete throughout the day as needed is dinner prep for the kids. So she'll do that at some point in the day. I don't care if it's 10 a.m. I don't care if it's 2 p.m. Whenever it works for her and just keeping on top of the laundry. Amazing. That's it. And then five o'clock. We go and pick up the kids, bring them home. And eventually will she go pick up the kids, just her? So we and drop off? We like pick up and drop off will just be her, right? Yeah, like yeah. we haven't done this yet yeah. because I'm quite happy and available to do it with her. You know, there might be a morning where I need to jump on a Zoom call yeah. at 8 a.m. Yeah. And I can't do drop off. Yeah. And she'll do that. Yeah. But she's, because right now she's still learning yeah. our family and yeah. our routine. Hopefully by that point, she'll be really confident yeah. with the walk to daycare Sweet. and the sign in mm-hmm. and all that. So, but it was really, you know, what was really lovely is my kids go to a daycare and a community kindy and just how welcoming they've yeah. been of Jay. Cause I obviously introduced her. I was like, this is Jay. She's joined our family. And they said, oh, hi, welcome. And they've got to know her because she needs to be able to sign the kids in and out as well. So positive all round. Yeah, it's wonderful. Imagine she's like, like, oh, I've just joined this family. It's fucking awful. Oh, gosh, I hope not. (laughs) It's oppressive. Oh, gosh. There's so much Formula One content. Everything's frozen. (laughs) And they sleep in separate beds. No, we told her that from day one <gasps> and she's super woke. Yeah, super yeah, yeah. Cool. Like she's yeah. – I've had deep chats with her about – she's quite feminist yeah, as cool. well and awesome. rages against the patriarchy Yes. As well. And when Hubs and I explained, we were like, hey, just so you know, we don't share a bed but we're very happily married. <laughs> she was like, that's yeah. great. Yeah. She's like, good on you. Yeah. Like who says you have to conform? There we go. And I was like, you're my girl. Love this. I love I'm just it. so happy about this development. You were drowning, mate. Yeah, I was really struggling to and keep my nice head above the water. it's nice to see you like in floaties. <laughs> in floaties. Oh, she's my floaties. She's come to save me. Hit me with your knot spun. I said. Go on. Hit me with your knot spun. So, you know, I'm deep in Renault's at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to talk about tiles. Tiles. Love me some tiles. good tiles. Yeah. Hard to find good ones that you love. Yeah. And there's miles and miles of tiles, miles as we know. Miles of tiles. I found the perfect tile shop. Okay. I've done the research for you, DLs, for any home renoing DLs. She's been around the block. I've, I have been to that many tile shops and the best tile shop happens to be around the corner from our place. Oh. Rex. Yep. Tiles by Kate. Oh, a classic. Yep. Classic Northern Beaches institution. Yes. Do you know what I've learnt? What? Display rooms matter. Yeah. They really do. For this kind of thing, yeah. It really does. I have literally gone out west to like the more factory style tile shops trying to seek out affordability. Tiles by Kate 
They're not the most expensive tiles. They're not the most affordable. Mm -hmm. But what I love is the range and how they're displayed. And not only how they're displayed, but how incredibly helpful the women are in store with offering real, genuine and clever suggestions of tiles. Awesome. They know their shit. Yeah, cool. So there's this brand of tile called Jatana Tile. They're based up in the Northern Rivers. So I could never get there. I would just froth over their tiles on social media. And I was like, yeah, but what does it look like IRL? Mm. And I didn't want to keep ordering tile samples because it's like $10, you know, for a tile sample. Not from thebuild.com.au. They're free. Anyway, continue. No, no I get it. you got to spruik that shit. Are they free they're at free. the build? That's so good. Mm-hmm. But Tiles by Kate stocks Jatana Tiles. So you go check them out. I can go look at them IRL. And I did. And I selected many. And it's just been an all-round excellent experience. Okay. They do they have online? an online store. Great. But I will say their website is not their strength. Okay. Go to the build. <laughs> so if you live in a 20-kilometer radius from us, this is a great not spawn for you. Look, I realize it's niche, location-specific. <laughs> I appreciate and I understand that. But you know what? People will travel for miles for tiles. Miles for tiles. They just will. I did it. So you know what? Get over in my neck of the woods and check out Tiles by Kate. Surely she's on Instagram. They are on Instagram. There you go. So uh, you know what? Even if you're not currently renovating, but you want some tile inspo, Go to Tiles by Kate. There you go. They have all those beautiful Moroccan tiles, encaustic tiles, that whole range. Oh, it looks amazing on Insta. Yes. I think you've been a bit harsh about the online offering. It okay. looks great. I apologize. Tiles by Kate. Not this Kate. Another Kate. Yeah. There's many not, of us. Not Kate, my mate. <laughs> Hear me with your nuts fun. Hunter Maison. Excellent. It is beautiful linen. You know, I love some bed linen. We all love bed linen. Hey, I'm currently in the market for bed linen for Cabba House. Dude, Hunter Maison. Okay. She's, she's a small mum run business. Yep. She imp- I thought you were going to say she's a Maison. <laughs> she is a Maison. <laughs> she imports the most beautiful European flax linen. Beautiful. Her stuff is divine. It's all your colours. There's yes. clay. There's sea salt or whatever. Like <laughs> There's a, it's a beautiful, neutral, gentle tone, warm linens. I've done my whole king bed with a Valance top sheet, fitted sheet, doona cover, the whole thing, the All pillows. The it's dreamy. I feel like I'm in Provence. She does really cool tea towels. Oh, cute. Robes. Love. Pillowcases, just anything linen. Mm. She's the gal to go to. Now, DLs are always curious. Price point. Where does she sit in the range? Is she exy? Is she more affordably? I'd say she's more affordable than the the top stuff. Okay. But it's not cheap. No, it's, I it's, mean linen rarely linen. is. It's yeah. European flax linen. Like it's you know, it's a quality product. Yeah, and I am all about investing in quality sleep stuff. Yeah, I mean just in general, you spend a third of your life in bed, people. Your bed is your sanctuary. sanctuary you know yeah. what? It's like I like need my bed to be my sanctuary. But if you're gonna buy linen, like you could go to one of the bigger places that do it on mass but why wouldn't you support a local mum run who's gonna care about every piece mm-hmm. and its delivery to you so so tell me Rebsy yes what color did you go I went all white what well we're coming into summer spring summer and I was just like you know what I've never done the white on white on white and yeah. because I'm about to get some loud ass wallpaper in my bedroom mm-hmm. I've got a rattan 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 whatever, whatever it is bedhead I've got warm timber things in my room. I was like, I wanted to go like white on white on white and have it real clean. Yeah, no, I get that. And uh, very happy with it. It looks divine. I feel like I'm in a French 
boutique hotel. How beautiful. Big fan. Do you know what? You can't really go wrong with white and white and white. No, you and can't. do you know what? You can express yourself through bed throws at the last third of your bed. Mine is white, but it's fine. I've got <laughs> loud. But it's textured. Yeah, and I've it's got it's textured. It's, it's actually, it's textured. And that's what I like about linen mm. bed linen is that it's actually <laughs> speaks good English it's texture do you know what I mean it's yeah. not just like smooth hotel sheets it's like it's textured it's tactile it's beautiful I love it big fan also it's temperature regulating like in summer it's sleeping in linen is bonus heaven on earth um, and because I've got this amazing bright green patterned wallpaper going on my Bedroom. Amazing. We're having a wallpaper moment, aren't we? Wallpaper is the shit, man. I am so excited to share the wallpapers in our Cabarita house. Like, it is a fun time. It's it's a vibe. All right. I've just opened up Hunter Maison Instagram. (laughs) She's like, it's Maison. It's Hunter Maison. No, it's Maison. Do you know what I'm really vibing? What? The pinstripe. Yeah. The beautiful. thick pin. Oh, my God. These napkins. Yes. Yeah, I told you. <gasps> I told you. Pretty. Yeah. Get some for Cabba. Yeah. I am in the market. There's some gorgeous stuff on here. I think you'd like the clay. Oh, there's even sets, Fred. Yeah, yeah. There's full sets. There's clothes. There's everything. Oh. Pajamas. There are bassinet covers. Yep. Hot sheets. beautiful is that? Stunning. Obsessed. Stunning. She's really, really clever and she's doing... Something that's not particularly unique, but she's doing it really, really well and locally. So support. Very refined. Yeah, I'm into it. this. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode on WDH. I know, it's I, so confusing. I, it's the shittest acronym. Her, her, her. I hate it so much. <laughs> I know. Like when I think about like Beyond the Bump, it's like BTB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. social. We ours think ours is it. literally, no, like what is it? WDH. T F T W H F T. It's a shit acronym. I love in the Facebook group. Everyone's like, you, you know, know what? what? I don't have yeah. time for. But they do the Y W. Yeah, yeah. They do the Oh my god, I love our deals. Oh, I wonder if people are copying, pasting, or just typing it out. You guys can coin guys that rock. one and own it. We love you. Just a reminder, guys, if you want more episodes in your ears every week, that we do have special subscription episodes for our very best besties available on Apple Podcasts. Come and join the DNM fam. We're going to get deep and meaningful. It's very easy. You just slide on over to Apple Podcasts. You hit subscribe. It's three ninety nine a month. You get two. Beefy, juicy, really deep episodes to uh, dine on throughout your month. And you know what? If you just want to have a sticky beak, it's okay. We welcome lurkers. You yeah. can do a free trial. Yeah, there's a free trial. You can try it out. See if it's your if it's your jam. And if it's not, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All good in the hood. Nothing changes for you. You stay with your two apps a week. That's it. Nothing changes. We love you guys. We love you. Have, have a, a wonderful, wonderful week. week. Bye-bye. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. <laughs>